Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hallelujah. Young people, there's nothing wrong with dancing for Jesus. But we can't forget where we come from. So if you don't mind, let's have a little church right now. Something about that name. Thank you, Jesus. Listen. Something about the name Jesus. Something about the name Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, it is. Thank you all for tuning in for this morning's Monday Morning Motivation, your half hour of power with the queen herself. I am the Certified Life Coach, here to educate, empower, and encourage you into your purpose. Yes, your purpose. God has given us all a purpose, and today I have an amazing co-host who's going to be sharing with us. And let me see if she is on this morning. Miss Stephanie, hello, hello, hello. are you there? How are yes, you? I am. How are you? I am wonderful. How are you doing? I am great. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Monday morning, half hour of power. This morning, I'm inviting you to share just a little bit about yourself, and then I want you to empower the people this morning. I want you to motivate the people this morning because I know you have a word. Yeah. Okay. I uh, want to thank you again, Angela. It's always a pleasure to collaborate with you. Um, you are such a blessing to the kingdom. I am Stephanie Johnson Rice. I am from Anderson, South Carolina, uh, of the wife of Carlos Rice, the mother of Stephanie Johnson, 
I am a pastor, a comedian, an event planner, an author, a poet. I am so much, so much that God has placed within me, and so I'm just pouring it out until I am empty and my time is up and I go back home. But on today, I just want to thank God for the opportunity to help heal, to empower others, to live in power. And she's talking about the power that is within us. Now, when we talk about help and we talk about the power that is within us, that is the power that is coming alongside us to help us to do what we're called to do. Now, first of all, we must know who he is, and when we know who he is, then we know who we are, and when we know who we are, then that's when we are empowered to go out and do what we're supposed to do. Now, if you're unsure about who he is and about who you are, then you walk along unsure, and so you're not sure if you're hitting the target. As a matter of fact, you're probably not, because when you're walking in confusion, if there's confusion, then that is not accuracy. It's not, as she said, satisfaction. She said she is a satisfied life coach. You don't hear too many people say that they are satisfied. You'll hear them say plenty of things, but never satisfied. So I know I'm going to add that to my vocabulary, but we are here to help. When you know who he is, and then you know who we are, who you are, and you're walking forth in your purpose, then you are impacting others. You're not just coming alongside. You're not just sitting down beside. You are impacting those whom you are contacting. You are putting an impression on them. They see that you are unlike the rest. A lot of people call those who are confident in who they are arrogant. No, there's a difference. When you are confident in who you are, that's how it should be because you know who he is and what he has done, what he is going to do, and you don't have any any concerns about the future because he knows you know he's done it in the past and he's going to continue to do it while you walk in the future. Now, the arrogancy, that's when you think that you can do it yourself, and I try to tell people you have lost your ever-loving mind. That's just my opinion because he puts the very breath in your body. There's no such thing as a self-made man. No, you was created by the creator who put his breath in you and that empowered you and that inspired you, and it gave you everything you needed to accomplish what you are called to do on the earth. Once we are born... The purpose was already in us so that once we realize that purpose, then that's when everything takes off running. While you're unsure, which is fine as long as you are seeking God to find out who you're supposed to be or what you're supposed to do, that's perfect. You shouldn't be there if you don't know yet. But once you find out who you are, it's like you are running a marathon. And I'm telling you, you don't have to be the first. You could be the last, but you still are running with the faith that you are going to finish everything that he has put in you to accomplish. Remember, the race is not given to the swift nor to the strong, but he that endures to the end. Some people have been like, well, I've been at this this many years and haven't. Uh-uh. You don't compare yourself to nobody else on this earth because that right there, you've taken your eyes off your focus. Look to Jesus the author and the finisher, who will perfect everything that concerns you, who will complete everything pertaining to you until the day of Jesus Christ. You are perfect in who you are. A lot of people are focusing so much on the natural, on the spiritual. Well, I'm human. Well, I make mistakes. Well, I'm imperfect. You're looking at the wrong thing, baby, because first and foremost, before you were even put into a human body in this earth suit, you were spiritual. It's the spirit first. Walk in the spirit and do not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Heed the word of the spirit of God. 
So you should be looking to God, to the spirit, to know your next. You don't even focus on the physical because with God, all things are possible. The same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is living in you. So you can do all things through Jesus Christ who is within you. Don't even look to the left nor to the right. You keep your focus on Jesus. I don't care what the obstacle is, what the opportunity is, what the challenge is, what might look like defeat. No, you keep your eyes on him, and he will show you every step to take because the word is a lamp and a light to your path and to your feet. Honey, while you're looking at the light, you can't go wrong. You take your eyes off the light. Then you're in darkness. You can't see, and you're stumbling. But as long as you know who he is and who you are, then you can be sure where you are to go because he is leading you day by day by day. We are put here to help others. A lot of people, I don't need nobody. Well, that's a complete lie. He didn't even put Jesus on the earth by himself. Jesus had 12 disciples. And, yeah, one of them was going to betray him, and Jesus knew that, but he didn't treat him any differently. If we look at the life of Jesus, we get all kinds of inspiration. That's not easy to do to have somebody in your camp, but you know they're tripping. You know they're talking about you. You know they're degrading you, but you love them. You teach them. You train them. You wash their feet. You feed them. You um, ah, This is what gets me. Even Judas went and cast out demons and healed the sick. Judas did what mm. the other disciples did, and he was going to betray this, and he knew it. But he still loved him. That right there, that's how I want to love. That's how I want to view the world. And I am. I'm telling y'all straight up, I'm not there yet, but I'm striving for that. So I know I will reach it because it's him that's empowering me to do as he did. Because as I said, the same spirit that lives in Jesus Christ is in us. It was the spirit who allowed him to do the work. People say, well, you know, he was the son of God. It says that he emptied himself. That's the word. It said he emptied himself. He came down, and then he was anointed by the Spirit of God, and he did everything. He said, I do what I see my father do. I, do I, he, I say what I hear my father say. So he was showing us, and then he said, greater work shall you do because I go to the Father. And then he said, the paraclete, the helper, will come alongside to help you carry out the works that you are supposed to do. That's why I tell people, no, we're looking at the wrong thing, baby. You're looking at other folks. You're looking at what you can't do. We should be looking to him who can do all things and live your life the way that he intended. He didn't intend for us to walk around here talking about, well, I'm only human. Well, I'm imperfect. Well, I can't do what so-and-so does. That's not it. That's not even the right focus. Those words shouldn't even be coming out of our mouths because if we're focused on him, then we're listening to what he says, and we're going to do as he does because the word says that as Jesus was in the world, so are we, which means when people meet us, they should see the kingdom. They should experience the love, the peace, the joy, the long-suffering. They should feel the love of God. They should know even if they don't recognize that it is God, there's something about you. You are always so loving. You are always so kind. You never change. Every time I meet you, you're the same way. It should be a consistency that impacts them, whether they have heard of God or whether they are in another religion. It matters not. They should know that there's something different about us. Now, I understand that we have many different religions. We have many different beliefs, and that's fine. I allow everybody to be be who they are and do what they wish. But what I want my life to speak of is the goodness of the creator 
of the entire world and everything in it. I need my life to speak what I believe. I need people to see what I believe. And most of the time I want them to see it without me opening my mouth. I don't want to say a word. I want to live a life that screams who God is, that they can see that, you know what, this was what this is what's crazy, that people say, you're not the normal Christian. You're not um, like the Christians I usually meet. And it's sad. It's sad. That sounds sad. But yet I take pleasure in that because obviously they've been touched and tainted by those who haven't been walking along the principles of the one that they proclaim to serve. I tell people, listen, I need you to stop listening to everybody else and get in the very words that he wrote for you. And if you don't understand the King James, then get you a version that you do understand because the only way that you can walk it out is if you know what it says. People say, I'll read it, but I don't understand it. Baby, then get you a version that you do understand so that you can take that word, eat it, digest it, and walk it out. I will never get the nutrients from the food if I don't take it and eat it. I got to get it inside me. So if I don't understand the word while I'm reading it or I'm falling asleep or I'm bored, then I cannot take that in, and I'm definitely not applying it to my life. This is what gets me. Most of the persecution that I get, comes from quote-unquote Christians or believers. It's not from the outsiders. It's not from the unbelievers. It's from the believers. They'll be like, well, I, why are you doing that? Why you? No. If you are a son of God as I am, and that word does not change, it's the same in whatever version of the Bible you got, then why are you questioning me when I'm walking in obedience to the very word that you claim to believe? I don't get persecuted from the unsaved. I get persecuted from those who are in the church. So then we begin dealing with the religious spirit, or we've always done it this way. And God says, behold, I do a new thing. Do you not perceive it? It's going to spring forth. But because they're steeped in doing it this way, this the way my mama did it, my grandmama did it, and my great-grandmama did it. Okay, but you're not of their generation. You are of a total different generation, and God is calling you to do a new thing, but because you're stuck in what your mama and your grandmama and your great-grandmama did, then you're not reaching the people that you're supposed to reach. There's so many people crying out for God, and the church is not Hmm. recognizing it. I don't know what they're calling it for, but you can tell that they're trying to fill a void by doing any and everything. But when they come to the ministry, when they walk in the church, they recognize that God is not there, and that's what's detrimental. They recognize that God is not there when the very people who are in the building don't even see it. But an outsider can come in, I need Jesus, I need help, walk in, okay, well, I'm not going to find it here, and walk back out unchanged. It should not be that way. Not with the church of the living God. He's not dead. He is living, so the church should be living and breathing and inspiring and impacting and influencing but the world is influencing the church. Church is influencing the world. And the world is sounding like the, the church is sounding like the world more than the world is being impacted by the church. And you'll walk into a church and it looks like you walked into the club. And I'm not judging how anybody worships. I'm not. It sounds like it, but I promise you I'm not. But where's the standard is what I'm saying. What are we doing that shows that we represent the greatest 
greatest king? How are we honoring him? How are we giving him praise? How are we worshiping him? And when you're up there, is the is the Holy Spirit moving? Is is he resonating through the people? You know, a lot of people like said, I don't even want to say the congregation. I want to say the body. Because the people of God make up the body of Christ. And if one part of the body is not moving, then the body is not whole. There's a dysfunction going on. And people can tell when something's wrong with you. It's like, why are you limping like that? Or your arm, why is your arm not fully functional? They recognize, and people recognize that the body of Christ is not fully functional. Well, why y'all doing this over here, but y'all don't? Uh, fellowship with these over here And y'all say y'all serve the same God Well why this person over here Say they don't like this person over here And on Facebook live Degrading them See that's what I'm saying It's about unity One God Yes I serve wow. God Different from the way that you serve God But we recognize that it's the same God You can feel the same power When somebody speaks you Oh my Lord When they speak It's been folks that have opened their mouths And it's like Fire came out into the congregation, oh, my God, into the body of Christ. And I was like, that person has been with the Lord. That person has been immersed in the word. That person has prayed with the spirit. That person has a living connection to the one who has created them. And it doesn't take someone all the time opening their mouth. As I said, let the life be. I've, I've encountered quiet people who stepped into a room. And the atmosphere changed because wow. when he is with you and in you and around you and upon you, you cannot get away from that. I've walked into places and people whose backs would turn to me, stop talking to who they were talking to and turn around and look at me. And I was like, I used to be real nasty. I did. I was like, what? If you turn around and look at me, you can speak. But one prophet told me, no. She was like, what you don't realize is the enemy recognized when the Holy Spirit walks into the room. She was like, you have the Holy Spirit. So once you walk <laughs> in, the demons know you in there, and those who are of God recognize that you were in there. Never knew that, was never taught that, and then it all made sense because spirit recognizes spirit. They say birds of a feather flock together. So if you're a gossiper, you're going to connect with a gossiper. If you're a whore, you're going to connect with a whore. They connect because they recognize each other. So when I walk into a room, it was one lady sat beside me at an event. She was like, I just sat here. I don't know. And we began to talk. But she was a believer. I'm a believer. She was like, thank God. She was like, I didn't even know what drew me to you. Because I was sitting alone, as I usually do when I go places. I'll sit somewhere by myself just surveying, just taking in the room, just checking everything out. She was like, I don't know what drew me to you. But God knew exactly what he was doing. It's nothing by coincidence. It's nothing by happenstance. It's nothing by chance. Everything God does is orchestrated. It's prepared. It's set up. So even in the things where it seems like it's really bad, I'm having a really hard time. Nothing seems to be going right. Baby, I'm going to need you to praise God right there in the midst of what seems to be the mess up because it's nothing but a setup. You are about to be blessed beyond measure because how God is working, and that's how it is. The enemy knows, just as God knows, okay, this right here is a vessel. 
this right here is what he's called. Okay, I need all of you, all of the emissaries of, of mine to go and come against this daughter of God because she is about to go here. He's preparing her for here, and we've got to stop that. I need y'all to go, and I need y'all to mess up the house. I need y'all to mess up the church. I need y'all to go on the job. I need y'all to cause chaos. And as soon as it's chaotic in every area of my life, I'm like, oh, I'm about to blow up. God is about to do something that stinks because the enemy is fighting in every area. So instead, as we remember, think it not strange concerning the fiery trials that come. It's about to be a blessing that is going to overtake you, and the enemy is just trying to stop it. And sometimes, y'all, I know it sounds crazy, sometimes I feel bad for the enemy because <laughs> he be trying so hard and he'll never win. <laughs> he tries so hard and it never comes to fruition when you are consistently obedient to God. But he gives it his best shot. But every time he gives his best shot, then I do, uh, uh, what's it called, a counter move, a countermeasure. I'm sitting there like, no, baby, okay, you want to do this? All right, well, I'm going to do this. It's like a game of chess. He make a move, oh, okay, I'm going to make a move. Checkmate. I'm going to win every time because the fight is already said. You are more than a conqueror. You're not just a conqueror. You're more than a conqueror. You've already won. Be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. Honey, in me, you already have the victory. He's already caused the victory. He already triumphed over principalities and powers, and he came to set the captives free. So the same way that he set me free, then I got to help somebody else get set free. Now, that's a two-way thing, though. Because I can go to them and be like, oh, you can be set free. No, uh-uh, of this drug addiction. Okay, I've never been where you are, but I know the power of prayer. Let me tell you this. If you do this right here consistently, then God can set you free. These are the steps. These are the principles. This is what he says in his word. His word never fails. But if they don't want to do it, then it can't be done. But I've given them all the tools. I've placed everything before them. But they've got to want it. But that's how it is. Each one reach one. Each one teach one. When um, Dr. Crespo Dollar, I'm a world changer. I told one dude that he was like, I'm not a world changer. I said, well, I am because I'll impact this life, and they impact the next life, and they impact the next. That ripples. That's just like Billy Graham. If he wow. Reached, well, somebody had to reach him first, but Billy Graham reached all these people, and whoever reached Billy Graham gets credit for Billy Graham reaching all these people because if they had never went to Billy Graham, then Billy Graham wouldn't become who Billy Graham is to reach the world. I'm trying to tell you, people think that they're so insignificant, and I'll be like, baby, you already here. That makes you more significant than you will ever, ever know. You got purpose, and I'm going to need, while you living and breathing, to live and breathe. A lot of people are not living, they're just existing, and they're not breathing like they're just breathing air. No, I want to live. I will I could be in the grocery store, and if a song comes on and it's a song I like, I will dance in the aisle. I am free. I haven't been free. But once I experience freedom, it tasted so good, I'm not giving it up again. Y'all don't care who laughing. I don't care who talk about me. I am going to live my life. Well, you shouldn't do this, that, and the other. I will look at them and say, who says? I'm going to live this life. I'm going to live it with joy. I'm going to have peace, and I want to inspire others to do the same. I'm not going to live. Wow. I'm not going to do it. I refuse. Wow. And people like you that I connect to that are so positive, that are so godly, that are so anointed, and that's who I'm linking up with. I'm going to start cutting off. You want to? I love you. 
but you like to be negative. And then, hey, that's that's nothing. Wrong. That's your choice, baby. But I cannot do it because that's draining. I'm a I'm a stand up. I'm going to wake up. I'm going to talk to myself. If myself is down, self, I don't know what's wrong with you, baby. But we got to get up. Got to encourage yourself. We got stuff to do. We've got people to meet. We've got places to go. We've got principles that we've got to carry out so that God's <laughs> kingdom is advancing on earth. And he needs me. You better get your tail up. Wow. I ain't got time to lay here. The pressure, what? Who? I'm, you coming for me? Don't make me swing on you. Wow. I promise you. You're going to get the angry Stephanie. Don't come at me. Oppression? Nope, I will not be oppressed. I have been set free. Honey, the sun has set me free. I'm trying to tell you, I'm going to live, and I'm going to experience everything that I didn't have before I experienced the freedom. So now I'm just as crazy. I was angry before. Nah, baby, I'm just as ecstatic on the other side of anger. No, I was depressed before. No, I'm just as lighthearted on the other side of depression. We're not doing that no more. No, Amen. I'm calling Amen. you out. You're not a friend of I mine. T- no. Mm-mm. I tell you what, you you have been touching on. We we started this this Monday month morning motivation in January, and January's word was gift. Mm. February's word was life, and you, and you know how he <laughs> did with me with words. So you know yes, he broke ma'am. down each one of those. And this month word is help. Help. And and you've been touching on some things, some major things, some major points that people need to get in this season. Mm-hmm. If they want to move, they want to evolve in God and be intentional about the things of God, they need to get these these nuggets you've been dropping. I tell mm-hmm. you, when he dropped that word help in my spirit, healed to empower mm-hmm. others to live in power, the power within them. And the word power, mm-hmm. people got to get what that means. Being positioned to overcome by being a willing vessel to empower right. others through your resilience. I mean, right. that word there alone speaks volumes. I yes. tell you, that word, it, 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 when he dropped that word in my spirit, it, it made me wake up. It, it, it made me want to, to, to do some things because I, I was feeling like, who am I empowering? What, mm-hmm. Who, who, who? When 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 have I yield lately to allow God mm. to use me? Am I in place? Yeah. Do I know who I am? Am I seeking Him daily? Because I'm telling you, everything you said is true. If you go in that Word, even if you don't know where to go, if you just go in that Word, if you just open wow. the book, you ain't even got to yeah. go. Where, you ain't even got to know where to go. Just open it up right. and begin to read. I'm telling you, those words will jump off those pages and become life to you, and will show right. you exactly who you is. It will exactly. convict you. It would encourage you. It'll do everything you needed to do. Yes. It ain't nothing nobody told me. I I, I found this out myself. Mhm. And then the more you draw yourself unto Him, He'll draw unto you. Because one thing about it, and two things for sure, He is not gonna come where He's not invited. He wants to be there, but He's not gonna come where He's not invited. You you belong to Him, but He's not gonna come. And be where he, he'll, he'll sit right beside you because he ain't going to let too much happen to you. He'll sit right beside you just to see if you're going to yield yourself to him. He ain't going to leave you. He just going to sit there and just look and he'll be like, my baby, my baby, my baby. Yeah. Be sitting there. Be sitting there. Want you to say, daddy, I need you. Yes. And you won't even, you won't, you won't even recognize he's there. Waiting on you. Because he said he'll never leave you nor forsake you. He said he's sitting the comforter. Yes. 
I'm telling you why I truly believe when they, when, when we talk about the comfort, I believe he sent it. He 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 come too sometime. He the Trinity is a, yes. is a yet alive on the inside of you. He's a, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. You yes. just got to know how to tap into him. And you got to have that relationship. You got to you got to put in the time when they say eat eat, sleep and drink the word, you got to do that. You got yeah. to digest that word. You got to sleep. You man, when you wake up you got to you got to you got to eat in that word. Yeah. In the middle of the day you got to get every 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 I, I man, every time I get every chance I get, I'm picking up the Bible. I I'm I'm praying. Um five AM, I'm up. I'm I'm praying. I'm lifting up somebody. I'm calling on mm-hmm. his name. In this season, because God is doing something with His people, and it ain't it ain't it ain't the ones that's been in the church all their lives, and 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 the ones that's criticizing, and the ones that that the the so-called church people. He he, the ones that know that the church is is you and not that building that we've been going to. Yes, He's doing something with those. Yes. So so yes. you you need to position yourself, position yourself, utilize your power, position yourself to be an overcomer. And be a willing vessel, so he can empower yeah. you. You you you've been resilient. You be you've been you don't been through. You don't been through the fire. Right. I don't even want to get into that word. <laughs> before we close, we got a minute and forty six seconds. We got a minute and forty six seconds before we close. Before we leave here today, I, I I want you to share with those how they can get in contact with you because I'm going to be okay. sharing this across my social media circle, and I want people to be able to reach out to you and follow you. Okay. Um, Stephanie Johnson Rice. My phone number is 864-762-1485. My email is step, S-T-E-P, the number one child, C-H-I-L-D, at yahoo.com. On Facebook, I am Stephanie Johnson Rice. And on Instagram, I am step one child. That's the many ways you can get in contact with me. I definitely want to thank you for stopping by today. I tell you, I have enjoyed this. I know, I know <laughs> that those that hear this today will be empowered. Thank you, thank and you. I love you so much. You have I a blessed too, day and a blessed week. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you. Young people, there's nothing wrong with dancing for Jesus. But we can't forget where we come from. So if you don't mind, let's have a little church right now. Something about that name. Thank you, Jesus. Listen. Something about the name Jesus. Something about the name Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, Come on and lift your hands and say it with me. It's the sweet. 